You're listening to the YCA Podcast. This is a podcast created for coaches by the coaches. The Young Coaches Association is proud to present exclusive content from coaches, young and old, all across the state of South Carolina. The YCA Podcast was created to provide a platform where coaches can share their own thoughts and insights to others with the hopes of building a brand and growing the profession. In more simple terms, these are ball coaches just sitting around talking ball. Thanks for listening to the YCA Podcast. We hope you enjoy. Back with the 35 and under academy for the South Carolina Football Coaches Association. We've got our next great coach up. We've got Coach Lewis from Powdersville. He's currently the corners coach there. Um, They just had a great state title run last season, and I'm sure he's got some great things to share with us. Coach Lewis, we're excited to have you on, man, and we'll go ahead and start with a little bit of your background. So maybe your playing days and your coaching days and where you are currently. And maybe even, you know, since you're a defensive guy too, maybe even go into a little bit about y'all's scheme, uh, what you guys do on the back end. And just let us know who you are, Coach. Get after it. Let's go. All right, man. Um, First of all, I appreciate you guys having me. Um, I mean, there are some some, some dudes on that list. So just being a part of that is is such an honor. Yeah, there's some studs um, on there, bro. You're one of them, okay? Don't be (laughs) humble about it. You're one of them. (laughs) I do what I can. Um, but yeah, my name is Ibajay Lewis. I, uh, played high school football at Malden. Um, I didn't play in college. I had a couple of concussions and decided, you know, maybe I should, uh, just focus on the coaching part of it. So I'm getting banged up. So, um, I went to USC and then when I was down there, like I knew I wanted to coach, but I just didn't really know how to get in it. So I actually went to the clinic when it was in Greenville. And uh, met up with some guys down there at Lexington, um, Coach Step, who's at Cincinnati now. Um, he was a coach there, and he was like, yeah, man, you can come on. Um, and I just got – I volunteered there for two years. Um, but I just knew I wanted to do it. And then I had to figure out, all right, like, you know, now I need to teach if I really want to, you know, get into it. I wasn't planning – I didn't go to school to be a teacher. But if I really wanted to get into this coaching and be serious about it, I knew I had to do that. So um, after I graduated, I uh, took a year off just doing, like, sales – just trying to get some full-time work um, so I can start paying those student loans off. Uh, and then after that, I was at Carolina High School for three years and then Lawrence for two years. And this will be my first year at Powdersville. So I'm pretty excited about the move and um, our season. And I think we're going to be really good again. So we're ready to get rolling. Awesome. Awesome, Coach. Well, what, give us the basic background on your scheme that you guys are about to run. Well, what do you guys do in the back end or about to do? Um, we well, we got a really, really good corner. Um, and I'm hoping that we kind of let him kind of have a little free range, play some man, um, try to take away the best receiver. Um, I mean, as you guys know, they try to put that number one guy in the boundary. So we're going to put our number one out there too and make them, make them play. That's right. That's um, right. But it's a lot of, uh, you know, two high safety look. We'll roll down some, um, like some two read. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the, the basis of what we do in the back end. We got cool. some. Some pretty athletic kids back there too. So I gotcha, Coach. How old are you right now? That's something I'm gonna add in on these interviews. How old are you currently? Yeah, I am uh, 28. I'll be 29 in a couple months. Okay, so. cool, cool. So, I mean, you can't be picked again. Coach Fiddler already went into that, but yeah. you still got some time, right? Maybe they let you back in once you become a coordinator, head coach, right? I hope so. <laughs> um, to speak about that, let's put a little impromptu. What are kind of some of your career goals? Do you want to? 
keep moving up in a leadership position or what, what do you think coach? Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, I wanted to coach in college for a long time. I mean, I still do, but now I'm thinking, you know, maybe, you know, high school head coach could be the route to get there. Um, but also I'm not somebody that's just, you know, going to take a job to get a job, you know, so it's gotta be a right fit. And I think right now where I'm at is a good fit. Um, Coach Muster's really successful. Um, a lot of his guys get coordinator jobs, head coaching jobs, other places. And, um, and I'm in no rush, you know, I'm 28. So um, I'm just ready to learn a lot from him. I mean, I learn a lot from the other coaches too that I work for, but um, I think being there or being here at Powdersville is going to help me to get to where I want to be, whether that's coordinator, head coach, or even college. So we'll just see. Absolutely. Absolutely, Coach. And you said something that really spoke to me. I think I'm uh, 29. I'll be 30 this summer. But um, I think it comes with guys who are a little bit more mature just overall. You you want to move up, but you also, the longer you coach, you understand, like, whoa, okay, I'm not ready for that just yet. You know what I mean? Um, yep. You, you might outwardly not say that out to other people or your buddies or friends, but internally you understand, like, man, I, I ain't really ready for the next step quite yet and it's not worth taking the step for some of these uh places or schools or communities that aren't really serious about football right you know i mean you get right. to where you know what it takes so that takes a lot of wisdom honestly from a younger guy to say hey man just gonna i'm not gonna rush it just gonna buy my time learn what i can you know and grow and help the kids out where you are what does coach sweeney always say be the uh be the best coffee getter you know grow where you're planted that whole thing it's cliche yep. but it's the truth man it's the truth. Yeah, um, coach, right. let's go ahead into the – you kind of mentioned, you know, learning from people. So let's go into our first drive. And something we've been asking all these guys in our interviews is, who are a couple of your coaching mentors or really somebody in life that's been a mentor to you? Um, well, the first one, uh, my dad, he's the one that got me into playing football when I was little. Um, even though when I first started, I was, like, scared of the ball. <laughs> like, he would throw it out and close my eyes, and then one day I just caught it. And I was like, well, that's not so bad. Um, so him, first and foremost, um, coaching mentors, uh, Doug Shaw, who's my high school coach. Um, and he kind of helped me get started. He was the one that told me, like, hey, if you really want to do this, like, you got to teach. And um, I figured out, like, you know, I'm going to go pace and do that sort of thing. And we're actually working together now. He's coaching a D-line at Powdersville, so that's pretty cool. Um, uh, Lee Taylor, he was our offense coordinator in high school. And um, I just had so much fun playing, like, in that offense. I was like, well, shoot, I think I want to do this. Like, this this seems like it would be fun. So that kind of sparked my coaching, too. And also, I just learned a lot from him at Lawrence, um, being on the offensive side, um, about scheme and just, like, how to watch film. Because a lot of people, look, I mean, you don't really know what you're looking for sometimes just watching it. Um, and then, like, offensive line play, too. So I've learned a ton from him. Um, and then also – uh, Will Owens, he's down at uh, Palmetto Christian. But we coached together at Carolina, and he was the first one that gave me, first of all, varsity coaching. Um, I was like 23, 24 maybe. Um, and then I was a coordinator or co-coordinator year after that. So he put a lot of trust in me. And I was young, man. I didn't really know what I was doing. But um, he just kind of helped me grow. He was like, man, like, you're going to mess up. You're young. But, like, it's fine. Like, I'm not – he's like, I'm not going to fire you. You know, you're going to be a good coach, so I'm going to give you some responsibility now. So, um, I think that helped me a lot. Oh, great answers, Coach. I think something that's funny, I can kind of relate to this too. 
um, when you're in kind of that leadership role, being a little bit younger, you're like, oh, man, I'm going to get fired if I don't do X, Y, and Z. And then you look back a couple years after, and you're like, bro, being a good person, being a good ball coach, no, nobody's going to fire you, right? You know what I mean? Like it, when it comes down to it, it's high school football. Are you a good person? Are you organized? Do you show up every day? You know? Yep, that's Can you it. Control the controllable, man. But at the time, you're like, oh, shoot, this is so much pressure. <laughs> you know, something definitely to be said. Uh, so, Coach, let's get on to the next one in our first drive, which is why is it important for these older, more experienced guys to pour into a younger coach? What do you think? I think the first reason is because they're not going to be coaching forever, you know, and we all love this game. I think that's, you know, the the first reason is getting into it for the kids, you know, help them grow into, into good young man, productive members of society. But, I mean, the second reason why most people coach because we love football. And, like, I know I, I want to see the game better than when I found it, you know. So, I think that they should have that mentality too. Um, kind of like Wilcock was saying the other day, you know, somebody had to teach them you know, like how to be a good coach. So um, I think that they should pay it forward. Um, and also just hanging around people that's not your age, you get different perspective. You know, I might say like, hey, like I know, you know, X, Y, and Z, but, you know, this guy's been doing it for a long time. He might can help me with this thing I don't know about. And it might not even be football. It might be like organizational stuff or like dealing with parents, um, that whole thing. So that different perspectives really help be a more well-rounded coach and um, – yeah, I think they should definitely be helping us out, just like we help them out with the stuff that I'm sure if you ask one of the older coaches, some young coach, maybe help them like social media or um, dealing with the kids now because they're a lot different than when I was coming up. So, um, yeah, it's just it's all full circle. It it kind of goes into what Coach Cromer was saying uh, a couple weeks ago too, bridging the gap. You know, yep. we've we've got to bridge the gap to help everybody out. And really the main goal is to help the kids out and help the school out in the community. So kind of like you said, paying it forward, um, we bridge the gap one way or the other. And another thing that really spoke to me too, Coach, um, once again, I, I don't know Coach Adam from Eve guys, but it seems like we had kind of a similar path with being around some older guys and older mentors. It, it will – make you more wise than you're supposed to be working with older guys. And, I mean, yes, we're talking about coaching football, but this could be any profession. Um, you guys know when you're around older people, you gain wisdom. They, you know, they teach you things or they show you the right way or show you what's really important, like priorities, just for example. Um, working with these older guys is awesome. I mean, yeah, younger staff is great, but I feel like every younger coach should work with some older guys and let them take them under their wing, you know. It's huge, Absolutely. Man. It's huge. Coach Absolutely. has probably grown a bunch. I know I have. I'm sure he has, too, just being around some older mentors. Uh, Coach, let's go ahead. Let's take a quick break, and we'll get into our meat and potatoes section, okay? All righty. I want to start to air it out with just a little explanation. We're going to do this every episode. Um, just a little explanation of what we're doing. So to remember, to recap, we're going through our 35 and under academy list. These guys are all awesome. They've been selected for the inaugural class of this academy. It's kind of similar to the uh, American Football Coaches Association. Um, I think it's 35. I'm not sure, Coach, you may know. It's 35 under 35 um, yeah. in the nation. We're just doing that for South Carolina. So this is honestly an awesome program. Uh, we're trying to bridge the gap. We're trying to pay it forward here. And what we are doing with the YCA is we are interviewing these guys 
weekly and trying to get their names out there and network some and really see what they're made of. And then for the academy itself, these guys will all be together in Greenville at the end of July for the all sports clinic. They'll take a day and they'll be able to actually clinic and do some professional development with some big names in our profession and learn from them. Um, and this is something that will be kind of selected every off season uh, from here on out. And this is the, once again, the first class. So these guys are really some young rising stars in this profession, and we're having fun interviewing them and talking to them and getting to meet them. So we'll go ahead into our first question. And it's been kind of, once again, it's been interesting listening to some different answers, but Coach is about to give us a great answer here. What are you hoping to gain out of the 35 and under academy yourself, Coach Lewis? Well, I think the first thing is just, is learning, um, especially like from guys who know more than I do. Um, I think that's really important to put people around you. And it's not just football, it's life that um, know more, they're wiser than you are um, so that you can learn from them. Um, also, like the networking, like you talked about, like I have learned doing this. And I mean, my mom used to tell me all the time, like, it's not always about what you know. Right. Like it's a lot of it is who, you know, so just uh, meeting people, learning um, and hopefully just getting my name out there and um, getting some exposure that way. But also promoting our program. Um, I mean, a lot of people. Well, I mean, I guess they know Powdersville now after going to state championship, but um, it's still like pretty small area. Now. It's growing pretty fast, but just getting more exposure for our program and then our kids, too. we got a lot of good ones up there. Um, I think they'll be playing on Saturdays, a lot of them. So um, anything I can do to help them and help myself out, I think this is a good place to, to start. And Coach is right, man. I mean, yeah, it's it's about us a little bit. I mean, we get a little recognition here or there, but the, the end goal is helping these kids out, right, and, and turning them into young men and successful members of society. So that's kind of why we're recognizing these guys. And like Coach said, it's networking, it's – some exposure for him and his program. So awesome answer, Coach. So, you know, to get back into you a little bit, this interview is about you. We've been asking all these guys, if you could hang your hat on one thing you would be the best at, one aspect of coaching, what would it be for you? I think probably organization. Um, so I teach math, so I'm very, like, particular as far as, like, numbers go and that kind of thing. But Oh, boy. Um, oh, like, boy. I, <laughs> here we go. we got a mathematician here. Watch <laughs> out, boys. But, like, I've always always got a plan, like, whether that's in class or at football. Um, I like to try to stay on schedule as best as I can. But I'm always trying to think for, like, okay, like, you know, maybe we're doing today in Indy, like, a weed drill or something like that. I'm like, all right, well, what do I need to teach before we need to do this? Or how is this going to – coincide with what we're doing in install today. Like we're going to be running like a cloud coverage or um, things like that. So I'll just try to be organized because it also just makes everything else flow so much better. Um, and even if I tell people this all the time, even if you don't know what you're talking about necessarily, shoot, if you look organized, like the kids are going to be like, well, shoot, yeah, coach knows what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> he got a plan. So uh, I think that's my biggest thing too. Just, just being organized. And I know that the coaches I work for, they all like that too. They're like, all right, that's one less guy we got to worry about because we know he's going to have his stuff together. So, Exactly. So all Coach had to say, if you've been around coaching ball enough, you know when he said he's a math teacher, organization, boom, I believe him right there. He didn't even have to go into his explanation. So 
Uh, coach, that's a great one. And I think if you've – some of you guys, some of you coaches, I'll just be real, y'all are spoiled if you're working for a guy who's top-notch, very organized person. Um, for guys who have worked for some that haven't been as organized, going to somebody who is very organized, it's a huge gap. I mean, it's it's a big difference. So it's something that, like Coach said, being a young guy and being organized goes a huge way, a long way. It, and preparation is key, right? We tell the kids that. So half of organization is just being prepared, you know. Um, that's going to take Coach a long, long way. And I'm just going to go ahead and, and throw my little shot in here. We don't have Coach Willis again, so we are just absolutely crushing this interview. We are knocking it out. We're staying on script. Like Coach says, we're organized. Uh, we're not going off on huge tangents. So we're going to go ahead and just rip into overtime here, guys. You know overtime can be kind of our uh, fun time. It can be serious, not serious. Uh, I think Coach has a good question for us. So we're going to go ahead and open up the floor to Coach here in a second with overtime, and he's got something good for us. Coach, what you got? Yeah, uh, I know everybody else was being pretty serious, but I'm a, I like to think I'm a fun coach. Um, so I was going to ask, what are your top five, and it does not have to be football, what are your top five sports movies? You know, it wouldn't be sports radio if we didn't have a list. So top five sports movies. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> coach, do you have your five right now? Would that give me a little bit of time to think about it? I've been thinking about it during this interview. I have a couple, but mine are more football related. I'm a football. Coach. Yeah. If you've I've got, got your five, five, just spit them out, Coach. Let, let's yeah, hear. Yeah, I've got let's my five. It. I'll uh, I'll start with number five. You know, so I, we can have some suspense for that number one. But yeah. Um. So I'll go Waterboy. Okay. Um. At five, Happy Gilmore. Okay. At four, and then uh, three, two, and one. I really like that movie, Rookie of the Year. That kid that got hurt, he hurt his arm playing for the Cubs. Right, right. Um, I'm a big Cubs fan. And uh, I was like, man, maybe that'll be me one day. I'll get to play for the Cubs <laughs> when I'm 12. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I realized it was, like, really hard to hit a baseball. So, so maybe I should do something else. But a Rookie of the Year, great movie. Um, second one, Semi-Pro. Okay. Uh, Will Ferrell. Okay. Will Jackie Moon, man. That is a okay. great movie. That's one I'll stop and watch. If it's on TV, I'll yeah. just no matter what else. Hey, so my pros, I'm like I'm, I'm tuning in. Yeah. Um, and then number one for me, and I man, I had this on VCR, and I probably watched this like every day for years in the summer. But uh, Sandlot. Oh man, that's classic. classic. Coach, that's hard to beat, brother. You just threw it down, son. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. So um, I listen to uh, – I'm sure some of you guys do too. I listen to Bustin' with a Voice with Compton and uh, Taylor Luan, and they do tear talk, right? So when Coach brought this up before we got on, I was like, man, this is good stuff. It had my mind kind of rolling, especially when he said non-football, okay? You guys who are, you know, on the way to work, uh, we'll post this this week. So probably Friday morning they'll be on the way to work listening to this. I hope you're racking your brain right now too. Um I'm going to go in no particular order, Coach. I'm going to cheat a little bit, okay? All right. Um, man, so I'm going to have to go Waterboy's on there. Waterboy's an absolute classic. Um, I'm a inside linebackers coach currently right now, so that speaks to me a little bit too. Wish I had some right. like Waterboy. Um, can't beat an Adam Sandler cast, man. Um, we've been throwing it around. This is so funny you brought this up, Coach. It really speaks to me. One thing I need you to answer here after I get done is 
what are your top three Adam Sandler movies overall? It doesn't have to be, um, I've been telling people this, it doesn't have to be like a Happy Madison production either. It could just be anything he's in. Okay, so just be thinking about that. But uh, Waterboy's on there. Uh, Semi-Pro, for me, is on there. That's a big one. Um, a lot of people hate on the movie, but I like Draft Day. It's kind of a serious movie um, with Costner. I do like that movie. And a lot of the NFL GMs have had, kind of come out and said, like, yeah, it's not the best produced movie, but it's pretty accurate as far as what goes on. Um, so let's see, Coach. That was two right there, three, really three. I had uh, Waterboy, um, Draft Day, Semi-Pro I'm a big fan of. And I got two more. So Friday Night Lights, when I was a teenager, that was kind of my deal. I had that thing on DVD. Um, I just started – I started loving football middle school. I never played until uh, really my freshman year. But seventh, eighth grade year, I really got the itch to play ball. And that was a huge one for me. I loved that movie. Watched it all the time. And um, that was four. So my last one, I'm definitely – gonna have to just go the sandlot what a classic bro like yeah every kid has to watch that movie man i mean every kid and then you all have you know not that crazy of experience but all those kids when you're growing up you have that kind of experience too yep um it's something to relate to right so man what a i mean what an awesome overtime question i'm just going to go ahead and put everybody on blast even before our academy (laughs) that's probably the best overtime question we had um, Coach, so I kind of threw it back at you, bro. Um, what do you think? Top three Adam Sandler movies. Adam Sandler. Man, there are so many to choose from. I know. That's the problem. Um, it doesn't have to be in order either. Just, yeah. just three. I really like Billy Madison. Okay. And I did not watch that until like maybe a year ago. Well, it's probably um, better. You were a little older, so you get everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a good one. Um, already said Waterboy, so I won't pick that one again. Okay. But I'll tell you what I really like, and it's really cheesy, is uh, Grown Ups. Hey, bro. Come, that that was hilarious. Yes, sir. Man. And what a cast. What a freaking cast. Yeah. All there right. are some stars. Yeah. You talk about um, all, so all the Grown Ups movies. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of mine, by the way. Um, so that's two for you. Man. I mean, don't let your question get in the way of it, man. I mean, if you want to put one of the sports yeah. ones on there, do Water, it. Waterboy, it's, it's got to be in there. Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's probably – I probably quote that movie at least once a week. Absolutely. Um, um, this is a shout-out to, out to uh, my boy Jacob Poston. He's coaching with me at Hanahan. We had a staff meeting today. He showed up in a uh, Mud Dogs T-shirt, okay? All nice. Right, straight up, just showed up in the Mud Dogs T-shirt. Um it's funny you said Waterboy with that one. Coach, I'm going to throw a couple at you, bro. I don't know. Some people haven't seen this one, but honorable mention for me is going to be like Little Nicky. I don't know if you've ever oh, seen yeah. Little Nicky. Uh, just so many stupid one-liners in that one. Uh, love Little Nicky. Grown Ups is a huge one for me. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, Grown Ups is probably one of my top three favorite movies ever. It's just so many dad jokes. I'm a big dad joke guy, so. Yeah, those those are on point. And then, you know, his sports ones, Waterboy, um, Happy Gilmore, uh, Mr. Deeds was another one that snuck onto the group chats when I was asking that Mr. Deeds. And another really underrated one is uh, uh, Anger Management. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Anger Management, so. man, it, it's it's a classic. It's a good one. 
Um, a lot of people were saying Hustle as well as kind of the sports movie, right? Yeah. So that one almost snuck in. When you asked your overtime question, that one almost snuck into my top five. Uh, Hustle was a really good one. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I just had to throw that one back at you. You had a heck of an overtime he is, question. He is, he is awesome. Yeah, I love Adam Sandler. That, that comedy, man. These kids nowadays, they won't even get that type of comedy. They don't understand. <laughs> Um, we so I could go on for days with Coach. I could pull a Coach Willis and go off on tangents. Um, my <laughs> next one, we don't have to answer this one, Coach, but just something to think about. Uh, since you said semi-pro, what the rebuttal is, our head coach even said this. Coach Turner, when we asked him about Adam Sandler movies, he went straight to this question. This is a hard one. Top three Will Ferrell movies. Just just be thinking about that, Coach. You don't have to answer it hmm. on air. That's a hard one, right, bro? That is. Um, we we might wait till we're off air to, to answer that yeah. one. But Coach, let's go ahead um, kind of to our last true question of our interview process, which is um, if you had, you know, maybe one or two pieces of advice for aspiring coaches or young coaches, what would it be? Advice for young coaches. Um, I'll give a few, maybe one about life and a couple about football. Um, I think the first one, um, your character or your reputation, I think, will get you places that your resume can't. Like, every job that I've gotten, um, it has been because I've known somebody and they say, oh, like, Ibaje wants to come work at this place. Like, tell me about him. And the first thing it says, oh, well, he's going to work hard. And the kids like him. And he's going to do everything he has. He's going to be loyal. And, uh, I mean, I send my resume, but <laughs> I don't even know if it really gets looked at. You know, so – just make sure that, you know, you're doing – like you're, you're being the best person that you can be, not just a football coach because that will get you places that will open up doors. Um, there's some guys that, man, really, really impressive resume, but people don't want to work with them, you know. So um, just make sure your character and your reputation are, are where you want it to be. Um, second piece, like I, I mean, like I started off this interview, if you really want to get into it, like get certified to teach like do it it's it's a lot easier now than it was i'm guessing um you know 10 15 years ago to get certified and i mean there's a teacher shortage so they're not going to make it too difficult to to get that certification but if you really want to be serious about it you have to do it um and i mean i like i like the teaching part of it um but also i tell people don't let your your passion for football mess up your eight to three job so make sure you make sure you handle your business in the classroom um, before you before you want to be a football coach, um, and get multiple certifications too. Like I was certified in business, and I got that math certification, and you know I can basically go wherever I want now. But um, I say get those extra ones just because not every job is a good job. I mean, and it is what it is. Like it just happens. Like it's you know nobody's fault. It's just some places just aren't good places so you need to have that flexibility to be able to get out if you need to or flexibility to stay if you want to like hey like i can teach business or they can kick me over to math like no big deal it's job security um and then the last one is just like straight football everything starts up front so whether you're coaching offense or defense learn as much as you can about the offensive line like everything starts up there um and then i would say go out from there but if you know everything about the offense line defense line then i think uh that'll be like such a good base um when you're trying to come up with scheme or trying to figure out how to stop somebody's scheme that sort of thing so as much as you can about the offensive line 
Coach has crushed it, man. He just hit every aspect of a coach's life right there. That's awesome. I, I really love those answers, man. There's not much I can add to that other than I'll kind of piggyback on him with the certification. Um, a lot of guys find out the hard way once they start coaching and they don't maybe they don't have the best career now when they know they want to get into teaching and they really waste some time and they waste some retirement years uh, trying to figure it out. Like Coach said, it's it's even easier now if you have that degree to get into some type of program and roll with it. And remember, too, I use this for my master's, guys. I got done with my master's a couple of years ago, and it was all paid for uh, because I was a teacher. Um, a lot of it, they think that, you know, people think that, well, I'm not at this school or that school as far as poverty levels. But when you look at the federal government stuff for um, – you know, like teacher loan forgiveness, almost every school in the state is on there. Okay, guys, um, that's something I'm telling, like, my younger coaches here at Hanahan now is the same thing. Like, get your master's if your bachelor's is paid for. If it's not, your bachelor's can be paid for. You know, you just got to put in the time, right? So that's another thing. Don't don't make the loans an issue, right? Um, there's always ways to do that, and there's never been a better time to get into teaching and coaching. Um, people – have it negative right now but the people who stay in this are going to be recognized and rewarded for it at some point you know i think coach can agree with that as well absolutely but guys we're not going to sit here and preach to you all night um it is kind of late at night coach was very gracious to get on and we learned a little bit about him and he had some great stuff for us so coach you got any kind of parting words for everybody who's listening um just uh, thanks for listening. If y'all on the way to work, have a good day at work. Yeah. Um, or wherever you're at, man. Uh, just be positive and and everything you, you know, and and with your goals, everything you're doing needs to be looking towards whatever goals you want. And it's life or football. So that's Absolutely. all I got for him. Yes, sir. And we appreciate you coming on, man. And we're excited to catch up with you more. Um, in late July, we'll be there too. The YCA will be there. We'll be in the back taking notes and hopefully do a little roundtable podcast with you guys at some point and have some fun, man. Really appreciate you taking your time out, Coach. Yeah, man, I appreciate you having me. I'm looking forward to, to the clinic in July and getting to meet everybody and listening to everybody else's interview. Absolutely. All right, that's all we've got for today's episode of the YCA Podcast. Thanks for listening, and make sure you go to Spotify and hit that subscribe button. Also, be sure to check us out on Twitter at YCA underscore podcast. Follow, like, retweet, and share the YCA Podcast, and feel free to send questions or content ideas you'd like to be covered in the future. Thanks again for listening. This is Cam Willis signing off. Until next time, see ya.